listening to the State Bar of Texas podcast channel. I'm Jillian Beck. In this episode, we'll hear Rocky Deer of Dallas-based Atlas Legal Research and the host of Texas Bar TV talking with Texas lawyers and legal professionals about important trends and topics in the law. Hi there, everybody. This is Rocky Deer coming to you from Texas Bar TV at the State Bar of Texas Annual Meeting. We're on the afternoon of day two, Friday, June 23rd, 2017. You know, you'd think for a Friday afternoon, second day, everybody would be tired and, and sleepy, but this place is buzzing. Yeah. Everybody's still still rolling and going. You know, I've got with me here one of our bar leaders, and it's, it's, it's always fun to talk to these guys because they have, they have a whole different perspective. On, on where the bar is going. I've got Rudy Mateer. So, Rudy, welcome. You, you're a state bar director. <laughs> yes, I am. He's like, yes. <laughs> well, yes, we, we, yes, I am. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to take a selfie later and, like, tweet about it. Like, look, I got the director. I got the director with me. What made you decide to throw your hat in and, and spend time on this? Well, you know, for me, it actually started with, I went to law school at the University of Texas, and there's an organization called the Austin Black Lawyers Association. Okay. And we used to have a lot of lawyers, a lot of judges, lawyers, et cetera, who used to come over to the law school and speak to us about a variety of different things, about what we can do, not only with our law degree inside the courtroom, but outside the of it. And one of the main things they always emphasized to us was bar leadership and the necessity for bar leadership. And that if you want to have your voice heard, if you want to be able to be an instrument for change, you've got to get involved in that. There are lawyers who may be solo practitioners or in very small firms. They are worried about making payroll. They are worried about collecting and doing all those things that, that are necessary to, as Abraham Lincoln once put it, to keep body and soul together. I like that. So how do they get involved in bar leadership or in community leadership when their concern is just just keeping their practices together long enough to make a living and put their kids through school i mean it, do you have a do you have an answer for those people you know what i think the answer just is to go ahead and speak about my own path in the law okay um my parents are haitian immigrants i'm first generation in this country okay and um my parents had a book you know, many years ago, I discovered when I was four years old, called the Kennedy Years and the Negro. I'm flipping through the pages, and I recognize JFK. Okay. I recognize Martin Luther King Jr. And there's another guy who's popping up in the book. And okay. I asked my parents, I'm like, well, who's that guy? They said his name is Thurgood Marshall. Okay. And We've I heard said, of him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, what did he do? And then he's like, well, he helped during the Civil Rights Movement. And I was like, well, how did he help? Well, he's a lawyer. He helped him litigate things. He goes, there, there. I said, I want to be a lawyer. All I ever wanted to do for the last 33 years was be a lawyer. I wanted to go ahead and do a variety of work in public service and work from there, from that aspect. Before I was at this firm, I was going ahead, I was the state attorney for the Health and Human Services Commission. Okay. Doing a variety of work with Medicare, Medicaid, a variety of different issues mm-hmm. and concerning that with the public right there. What led me to the firm and what led me, frankly, I'll just be blunt. I was, I was actually um, made a, a director before I even went back into private practice was of my service outside of the courtroom, my service in the bar. It led me to meet a variety of different people, affect a lot of different issues, okay. and frankly go ahead and make a difference in a lot of ways that made a discernible difference, you know, flatly speaking, just like you said about um, paying the mortgage in a lot of the ways on my own practice because I reached those connections. 
I think okay. a lot of people don't they, they look at bar leadership as a um, as an alternative to practice. Yeah. yeah, practicing law itself. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think just by the nature of the law and the nature of what they do, they're definitely not mutually exclusive. In a lot of ways they complement one another. You know, particularly being a, a black male, you know, in a profession that, you know, historically, you know, there's very few of us who are involved right there as well. I would go to schools on a regular basis to go ahead and speak to them about becoming attorneys. Many of these students, and we're talking about, you know, even in the last five years sure. or so, okay. don't see the legal profession as something that they can actually go ahead and reach. In fact, they don't see it as something that's actually approachable for not only themselves, but their children as well. Do they think it's unattainable, or is it just not attractive to them? Good question. I'd say a little bit of both. Okay. Because a lot of times what you're seeing is that you're seeing that when people go ahead and actually have to engage with attorneys, yeah. it's on one of their worst days. It's in a bad situation sure. when things go wrong, et cetera. So when you have that connotation already going in, it's right. like, oh, well, okay, the attorney's here. <laughs> you know, are here as well. Yeah, they have that aspect. But you have the other aspect, too, as well, where you don't have those role models. You don't see people in those roles. And therefore, when you think about it being an attorney, you don't think uh, – you don't picture yourself. And I think that's probably one of the most important things that we have a responsibility to is to go ahead and make sure that we go back and we say that, no, lawyers do look like you. Yeah, Rudy, thank you for being here. This I was, don't know. Let's say thank you. Uh, yeah. this, this is great. I mean, and this is one of the things that, you know, I love about the annual meeting is to be able to go in and be able to have these conversations and, and frankly, go ahead and reach out to people who can't make it. And they understand Absolutely. that we understand what the issues are going to there and, and whatever they need for the support. We're here to help and serve. And, you know, that's, that's why I, I, I'm, telling, I'm telling folks time and again, it's wonderful that you're tuning in, but we'd really love to see you at next year's yeah. annual meeting. You know, guys, do come on out. Get involved. We'd love to see you get more involved in the, in the bar and, and have your views known. And so until next time, you know, Rudy, again, thank you. Oh, thank you. Until we see you next time, thank you for tuning in. This is Rocky Deer signing off for now until we get you more great content down the line. This is Rocky Deer with Texas Bar TV. We'll see you next time.